Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, guys. Back from another uh, episode of A Few Points from Furbrick. And uh, I think we got... Whoa, easy. Easy there. Easy. Yeah. I took out the... We, Damn I don't know, operator. What is this called? Right? Well, I don't know what this is called. Like a so, trap shit. <laughs> it is... Uh... So people listening have no idea what we're talking about. But people watching on YouTube... Our mics don't fit on the side of the table, so we had to commandeer the fruit stand here. The fruit stand? Oh, or I thought that. this was part. So this is part of the... <laughs> yeah, this, this is the decor Literally, of the house, Mike. <laughs> I was sitting there staring last night when we were doing one. I was like, I actually think that was here. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I didn't know. I didn't know if man behind the scenes made this or what. No, no, no. no, no, no. I was like, that's I think pretty fancy. I was like, no, I think that comes with the rental house. Well, the, 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 the rental house, the table's like, what is this thing? Like it's four a four-inch thick? thick wooden table. Butcher block. Yeah. And I've got like two, I got like two inches of stroke here. I mean, we're just... Oh, <laughs> Now, hey, see, it, hey for you. at home at my desk, it's a two by four right here. I just drilled a hole in it, but right. I don't, I, I, there's a deposit or something. And, and well, I guess it's not in my name. I would have been fine. I, mean, I don't think they would have noticed a hole. It looks pretty antique. Here. Well, we can't rent too much furniture in this place. Have you seen it? It's a uh, little, yeah, you lose the table. It's barren. <laughs> it's a little bit. Wouldn't take yard, long for a yard sale to clean this house up. But uh, it's worked out pretty good. So if you guys haven't figured it out yet, we are still in Florida. We are uh, been here for a few days. We are officially sunburnt and wore out and tired. But uh, go around the table real quick. We got uh, Mike Dirtboss coming town. Yep. So welcome to the podcast. And then uh, I, I, I've seen you on the internet like once or twice. I changed it up. I went to this side of the table just <laughs> just, just to spice it up a little bit. They need a little variety. So uh, I I feel like I don't know if I like I don't know. Anyways, the camera's sitting here staring at me. You better like me on your way home. <laughs> I wasn't talking about you. I was talking about our table placement here. Like I want to play musical chairs around here. We did have to uh, do some switching around the chairs though. We had to play kind of musical chairs here because we had a squeaky one. No, Chris does not like squeaks. Yeah. Uh, the guy with the headphones really don't like to squeak, so I definitely appreciate that. So. All right, well, we got uh, what you you never said who you were. I'm Chris, the Big Deal 18. Big Deal 18, Mr. Let's Dig 18 himself. So, you, uh, I, I think it was a tie between you and Jerry about who was the most requested one. So, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty excited that I've got both of them on the podcast this year. Getting Jerry on there was like, this could go really good. <laughs> this could go really bad. <laughs> I was like, this is going to be really good. And honestly, I had no idea you were even doing this. And That's like, probably it, a good thing. It showed up in my feed one day. I'm like, what Jerry! <laughs> I was like, I'm going to watch it. So, before we get too far down this road, you got the pro- uh, the privilege of working with Jerry for a couple hours, I guess, didn't you? Yeah, he got the privilege of watching me work. Yeah. I think yeah. he learned a thing or two. Uh, I, well, 
It's funny here. He sat back and admired it, so I mean, he, he didn't tell me how to do it. He so kept I, calling, I was doing it halfway He kept right. calling you that boy from North Carolina. I'm like, he's got a name, Jerry. <laughs> Is that boy from North Carolina coming back to run my dozer? <laughs> I said, you mean Chris? <laughs> that boy from North Carolina. That boy. I'm like, do you realize Chris is a lot less words than the boy from North Carolina? Yeah, right? <laughs> Whatever, Simon. Yeah. <laughs> Put the camera away. Go to work. <laughs> I always tell everybody whenever I first started, he asked me how much dirt I was going to move with a GoPro 8. <laughs> I said, probably wow. not much dirt. <laughs> brush, brush a little dust off the screen and carry on. I mean, I guess I could shovel tracks out with it if I got mad yeah. enough at it. Probably could. It would be bad. So, uh, But anyways, we are, we've all traveled down to uh, Florida. We've had, pretty good, uh, we've had a pretty good trip at the auctions. Weather's been good, right? Yeah, weather's we've seen, been good. We've seen some real gems. We have. We have. Seems like this year it's like new stuff. Or clapped out stuff. Well, you've been here. Uh, I was looking; some memories come up. I was back here in like 2010. So, I've so you've been, been this like your 12th year coming yeah, down. It's been I've been th- here throughout the years. This is my second year, our second time coming down here. I was here two years ago, and then now, and then this is your first trip, yep, right? My first. So I don't have quite, quite, quite the um, uh, memory of looking back, but it, man, there's. From my first trip to this trip, there's not near as much here as what there used to be. No, it's, it's crazy. No, it's it, a weird time. It's slowing down. Uh, there's just people are holding on to everything that's still running. Sure. From what I can see, it's like brand new stuff that somebody needs to get rid of for some reason, or it's the stuff that they really need to get rid of for some reason. Well, there was stuff at the auction, and I thought, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even pay shipping to get it home, going for like twenty grand. It's like crazy. I mean, yeah, but yeah, for that, me, that, I, I like looking at all the old clapped out stuff. You know, we well, you missed a gym yesterday because <laughs> uh, Jeff Martin so far has got the winner on that one. That one right there, God bless whoever bought that thing. They'd did, be did you ever off. get it started? Did you? No, it was dead. It was dead. It's I, well, I dead mean, in more ways than one. <laughs> I mean, it it was so clapped out and us not even running. I couldn't even imagine what it did sound like. Yeah, well, there was some. There was like there two was and a half inches of room between the bucket pin and the bucket ear. So, if anybody wants to see some video, what we're talking about, you actually posted a short video I on did. your channel. Uh, let's dig eighteen. So, go. God, over. I didn't forget what I called it. What did I call that? What did I name it? Uh, something you can't live without. Or oh, something when you find one, you can't live without. <laughs> it's somebody it's, did. It's a. Uh, it's a. It's a pretty good one. So. But uh, all right, so anyways, let's uh, let's go down the, the the let's dig eighteen path here a little bit. So, I guess um, what I mean, have you always had passion to be an excavator? Was like this the childhood dream? So I guess I was never really good at anything else. So I was pretty much well, so, I guess I was kind of born into it. I didn't really have the option of like I wasn't told this is what I had to do. Right. Um, right. My grandfather started the company when I was very little and. And uh, I just I enjoy being around it, so I go to work with him and hang out, and I just kind of fell in love with being around the equipment. And I thought I thought it was pretty cool. I mean, I was still in I was in elementary school and being around the excavators. Right. I mean, that's how cool are you being right. in like right. you know third or fourth grade? There might have been younger than that. I don't even remember. I was way earlier than I should have been. Right, out of the was improved. Oh my god, it's like yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, you wouldn't get away with no, that today. It's with. like, you know, you, when you're a child, you some kids play with the Tonka trucks and just love it. That was me. You know, even though I was a Mason first, right? my dream is, you know, heavy equipment. Oh, yeah, I had the best sandbox in the world. Right. When I, was you know I, mean? I mean, it was like, it was amazing. 
So, you know, we <laughs> asked Clint this last night. I mean, like, were you the, the A student? Were you the trouble child? I mean, what, how, what was? I was pretty good in school growing up. Uh, more towards, like, senior year, I realized that, you know, this is kind of what I really wanted to do. Parents 100% had to go to college. That's what you wanted to do. You had the, that was, that was a push pretty hard. Parents were very, very strict on you need to go to well, college. You know, I, I had to pay for it, but I needed to go to college. Yeah. So I, I took one one semester to be a – parents want me to be a civil engineer. You're going to get tired of digging in the dirt. I'm like, ah, I like it pretty much right now, Mom. <laughs> but nope, nope, nope. Going to get – you do not want to be digging in the dirt when you're older. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so let's just say uh, I didn't do – I think my first semester – I mean, I was like a pretty smart throughout high school and everything and – I think this is the first smart person I had on the podcast. Most people yeah. over there like, I skimped through. I never yeah. made it. Matt from Diesel Creek's like, I I'm lucky say, I graduated. Uh, I wasn't the best in everything, but uh, shop class I did pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Technology. I, did, I had it figured out where, like, senior year, I had an internship where I just went to work. Went to work. And that worked out great. I could leave about, I think it was like Trade 12, 12 or o'clock or something like that. I think uh, some I people- might have had to fudge some – some people probably find this hard to believe, but I think the only thing I got straight A's in was conduct. <laughs> <laughs> I just sat in the corner, did my thing, and I wanted the hell out of there when the bell rang. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, and, you know, I, I kind of worked it where I was interning with uh, the family business, which was my grandfather started and my uncle took over. My dad had nothing to do with it. He just had no desire to do well, it. Well, let's uh, you've you've told me some stories about your your grandpa, and he sounds like uh, a pretty damn interesting individual. Oh yeah, with, with he, some of the old drag lines. And he had the drag lines. He bought. Well, he had one of the first trash services around. Then Waste Industries come down and took over that back in the seventies, I think. And then they did that Clean Air Bill Act or whatever. They were cleaning up all the junkyards, and he got big into uh, hauling all the scrap cars out. I think that was back in the late 70s. Yeah, that was before my that. time. But he did all that and bought some cranes and started doing a lot of demolition work. Um, D.H. Griffin, they're a big wrecking company now. But he actually helped them when they were small, tearing down a bunch of the uh, hotels and stuff in downtown. And he got into that. And no, I mean, we should point out, like, your grandpa didn't even own an excavator until like the very, very end. Like this is all being done with cranes and yeah, he's doing everything. He had uh, one crawler. It was either one crawler crane and two mobile cranes, or two crawler cranes and one mobile crane. I can't remember. Which was pretty common back in that time. Yep, and he they got set up with. The, he did a lot of demolition and the drag line work, and he had the clamshell and all that stuff. And and uh, I remember when I was very little, a uh, family friend of his down the road they actually set up their own dredge plant. Really? Out of the river, and because he needed a uh, access for sand, so they were pumping sand. Oh, you never get away with it today. But they they had a dredge set up in the river, sucking the sandbars out, and they set up this batch plant out of these big old fuel tanks, and it was screening it, and it was that's awesome. It was something to see, but it it worked, and yeah. it got them where they were. And but so the, you, the cranes got older, and when he got turned sixty five, I think that's when he bought his first daywoo. He was. He was a very frugal person. Right. Well, most people from that generation were because they remember the time when there wasn't nothing to be had. Yep. You know, that. I mean, he, he bought the nicest, cheapest machine he could buy. So you have any idea roughly what year he would have started the company? The excavating company? Mm-hmm. Well, he would have been 65. He was, I'm going to say it was probably early 90s. Yeah, because the second oh, day we... 
this is your dad or your uncle or your um, grandfather? My grandfather. Okay. When he bought his first excavator, I'm going to say it was in the early 90s. Okay, so when did he start with the cranes and all that stuff? Oh, off? gosh, that was probably late 70s, early 80s. And, and he started pretty much straight up from scratch? Pretty much. So when he got his excavators, well, did he get into the pond building? Yes. Is that what you guys Yeah, see, pretty there? much the cranes got so raggedy, and he was getting old, and that old friction cranes, you know, it's not the easiest thing to find right, grade right, with. And, right. Those things but, take a man to run, too. Absolutely. I, mean, I wish I wish I was born like 10 years before I was because that, so that would have been some what's cool your, stuff to uh, like What's your first memories of being on the job site with your grandpa? Or I have a picture. It's an old Polaroid picture. We were doing a, it was a beach erosion project he had down at the coast, setting boulders along the, you know, like those jetties or whatever yeah, it was. Right. And I got a picture of me standing beside one of the rocks in the bucket, and I was probably six or seven. Yeah, and then I tried to mirror image that when I was twenty or so, and I probably need to do it again. Do it again, and just I got two pictures. I thought that was pretty cool. I have yeah. to put those in a video or something. Yeah, that is uh, pretty neat. So, um, whenever you first started into the family business, was your grandpa still running the business at that time? Yes, I was still going to work with him. It's kind of a blur somewhere in there, but I know for a fact I was full time at fourteen. Um, we had bought that first Takeuchi mini excavator before that, um, didn't have a whole lot going on one summer. I worked on that family or the family friend's farm. It had that dredge plant mm-hmm. and, uh, I'll never forget. I was 14 and I was, it was friends of mine. We were at school too. And they, they were stuck having to work in the garden. They had a big garden stuff plant <laughs> that. And they were like, we're getting paid pennies on the dollar and you're making like $12 an hour. <laughs> well, you and, know, it's, um, I don't want to get too far off subject here, but it is so different. Like I remember, I'm, I'm a couple years older than you, but I remember back whenever I was wanting uh, a construction job or an excavating job, like right out of high school, high school at 14. Like I had to put an application in, I had to interview. You had to sit back and cross your fingers you got hired because there was a whole list of people wanting your job that you had. Oh, absolutely. You know, nowadays you can't even get anybody to apply. So to your point, to be able to have that opportunity to go work for your grandfather. And get that real life experience had to really pay off in the later years because yeah. you got a five year head start on everybody. Yeah, and it wasn't all operating. It I got the crap work because he was old. <laughs> yeah. He's teaching. Yeah, you know. that shoveling and that you know, go drag that pipe over here. And but yeah. you were getting paid more than minimum wage. Well uh, no, I was getting paid maybe like ten bucks a day. Family never takes them in. No, 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 no. You got a breakfast and a lunch. That's all you need, yeah. son. And if you're lucky, you're right home. And a ride home. And a ride home. No, that was, that was, I was younger than that when that was happening. But so about the time that he bought the first Daewoo, uh, is also about the time you're kind of coming on full time into the business. Uh, no, I would say probably five or six years afterwards. Afterwards. Okay. I don't exactly know when he first got that first Daewoo. All I know is the one that I spent more time in, it was a 97 model, and he bought it brand new. So he had had at least one or two before that. So gotcha. Gotcha. So at least w- one. So so once he got the the excavators and the cranes are kind of wore out and in the parts yard now, I did, did the workload change from the demolition and, and, the, and the bigger jobs yeah, like that? Yeah, focused to- on more. We did a lot of stuff for farmers, a lot of, a lot of farm farm he did a lot of stuff for farm cleanup and the ponds and he was always known for like the crap nobody else wanted to do. Yeah. 
there's good money in it because nobody else wants nobody to do it. Nobody else wants to do it, and yeah. he loved a challenge. You yeah. tell him it can't be done, he'll say, watch. I mean, he's – he was, he tore some stuff up. <laughs> he sank, well, he, did he ever see Oh one? yeah. Oh yeah. Oh Where was the camera right there? Right, right. You what was YouTube then? What right. if the cell phones didn't exist then, but I I heard some stories it was bad. Really? It was bad. He was one of those guys. I got a picture on the old flip my first flip phone, he that very first Volvo we got. I was I was in college then. Well back to the college thing, we never finished that. Yeah, right? yeah, sorry. But uh, I went for the uh, first semester of college. I think my GPA went down to like 1.5 or something like that. It was horrible. Might have been less than that. I was like, this ain't going to work. So I switched career paths into uh, – Well, to your point, it's not because you weren't smart enough. You just – it wasn't what you – Well, it was all the crap core classes. Yeah, you know, I, I did great in the, you know, the engineering part right there. I, you know, I enjoy doing that. But it's all the other crap you got to take that you'll never use. Anyways, I switched majors over into construction management, and that was more like house building and stuff like that. But it gave you a good knowledge of that, and I graduated that with like a three point or something. So was and, that a two year degree? Yeah, it was just a two years associate's degree. So I got that. I don't use it, but I mean, it was. I right. said I did it. So yeah, right, right. Um, well, that that whole time, I mean, I'm curious what your guys' takes are on college. I mean, if if it's something you want to do and it's something you feel like you need to do, I'm a hundred percent for it, but. Um, uh, far as a tradesperson, I mean, if somebody's passionate about picking up the trash and he's okay with being called the trash man, support him. Yeah. Like, I mean, trade school, I mean, to that two year degree would help anybody. I see it as setting me back two years from where well, I am um, now. I but, agree 100%. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it did good. Maybe, well, it maybe it postponed me the two years to where I needed to be, you know. Here, here's my take on it. I kind of had a little bit of a similar path. I got a two-year degree in applied science, which is basically diesel technology. I'm a certified mechanic, if you want to say that. I went to school for two years for that. I learned more in the first two weeks. I was on the job at a Mack truck dealership, and I did that whole two years I was at school because it was real-world, real-life experience. And I was very fortunate. I had people at the dealership, just like you had your grandfather. To teach me things. Yep. And, I, I mean, all three of us at this table hire people from time to time, and I'll take experience over education. Oh, absolutely. Like, somebody that just – honestly, if you can find a farm person, somebody – I mean, you can just tell when somebody's been around oh, their yeah. whole life. It's right. like they just know where to stand out of the way. Right. Just right. like you can tell. Just hooking up something, it's just – you can yeah, tell somebody's been around. They, just the way they hold the shovel. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's – uh are they leaning on it? With you don't even have head? to say anything. Just right. I'll just watch it for a second. Yeah. I'll, I'll know if it's going to work or not. Yeah. No, there's a and, – and there's nothing – I don't want to discourage people to go to college or not to go to college. Everybody should not be shamed for their decision of what they do. And uh, we all three work in the trades, and I'm here to tell you there's some good money to be made in the trades, and there's nothing wrong with getting your hands every dirty every There day. ain't no glitz and glamour in it all the time. No. But, but I'm telling you what's true. You, you can make a lot more than – than some people can. It's got a four-year doctorate degree, and uh, the uh, and 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 paying off the student loans is non-existent. One machine costs more than a whole doctorate degree. I mean, right. it, yeah, it's stupid. You, you can go out and buy two hundred. The, the return on the, re, the return on investment of that machine versus an education is, I don't know, three four fold depending on. Oh, what absolutely. You're doing. It's, well, it's, uh, it's, you you never know what you're going to get into with the machine. You could make X amount of dollars one week and. You know, right. make triple that the next week. And then it might like nothing. nothing. <laughs> so you, you really can't plan what you, you know. Oh, absolutely. I, I guess the point I'm trying to get across is whenever I was wanting to go into the trades, I was looked down on like, you're not smart enough to do anything else, so you're going to go run a damn bulldozer. And that's not the case there. I mean, 
one, you shouldn't, if somebody's passionate about that and want to do it, you should support them and push them down that path. And running a bulldozer, running an excavator, there's a whole lot more to it than what meets the eye. And it, and I try to cover, not for that reason, but I try to cover that a little bit on the channel that, you know, the thought process that goes yeah, into Yeah, I mean, it. anybody can go out there and push dirt and look busy. Right. right. But being efficient at it right. and, and making something at the right. end are two different things because, I mean, we can see it. Anybody can go out there and push a pile of dirt up. Yeah. But it's doing Push something the same with pile that dirt three times, yeah, or uphill, <laughs> <laughs> or do dad. something, and have to dig it up again. Yeah. Yeah. I hear my dad. I had to push that dirt uphill both ways to build that bond. <laughs> so, but uh, but no, I mean, if anybody out there is listening and you're passionate about the trades, I mean, pursue it. Uh, uh, Whether I mean, it's elect- I electrician, electrician, so a mason, yeah. I mean, anything. You don't want to do that. You're going to be old, tired, and wore out. Well, yeah, I am at 34 here. I am getting kind of tired, and I do hurt every morning. But you know, it's. I think it's been worth it in my eyes for what I've accomplished. Right. Uh, so back to our timeline here a little bit. You're, um, so you're working somewhere in there. You go working full time for your grandpa. Yeah. Graduated high school, 2005 college, probably two years after that, be 2007. Okay. So what are we looking at now? 16 years I've been out of, out of college. Right. Uh, work for my uncle took over somewhere between college and high school. My grandfather decided, that uh, my uncle should take over now, um, which was simple because all he had to do was buy him an excavator. You know, it was just, it was just, <laughs> well, that's, it was one machine. That's, that's all of, he had. Uh, that's kind of what I want to point out there a little bit. Is you, I mean, obviously your grandpa was getting up there in age a little bit. He was getting close to retirement, so he wasn't really pushing the company forward. No, no, no. He, he, he it was, was very, more of a play for him. Yeah, give he, him something to do. Right. I mean, it, there was, he worked on jobs. He didn't charge him near what he could have charged. He's just something for him to play with. And he liked to go fishing. That was his two things. So the uh, the bread and butter of the business at that time, still the farm work and the pond work and, yep. and, and all that stuff. So um, so at, at some point, your um, your uncle bought your grandpa out, which was basically an excavator, a handful of customers. and, For, and Pretty much, yeah. I mean, And, I think and I've he, met your uncle. He's a pretty pretty savvy guy himself. Oh, yeah. And his, his background was he'd been working in the machine industry. Yeah, he was a manager of a machine shop for – long time right and uh i mean when he first started out he started out with a daewoo excavator and a little ford ranger pickup truck that is crazy that's all he had so was he was he as passionate about the excavating as you were or was he just ready for a career change i think both a little bit of both i think both you know i was that i had honestly i had been around it longer than he had right because i'd you know spent my whole childhood growing up around it and everything and i ain't saying that he wasn't around it but I had kind of been around it longer than than he had, but you know I was still in school, so he was able to figure it out right. a lot quicker he, than yeah, I he was. was old, he was older, <laughs> ready to make the move. Well, he had that thing. Uh, well, kudos even, to him because he uh, he evolved that business, correct? You know, real good. Well, yeah, but I mean that kind of goes back to the mixture of education and experience. He may not had experience in the dirt world, but he still had experience in life and business, and was able to make some figure obviously some that, pretty, and, pretty good I mean, decisions. Pretty much start off with the David excavator he started in the. Oh, one my grandfather had, and this was uh, late two thousands, early two early two thousands, I would say, yeah. So you're um, no, 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 no. We need we need we need to get like a fact checker over. There. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going back because I'm thinking about the year models, and that's when everything's going. <laughs> Isn't first... it funny how you just reference like random things? Like mine's like was I that can't my... remember when it happened, but I remember that Takeuchi was a 2004 <laughs> model. <laughs> And I, I'm placing it back. So somewhere between like 2002 and 2004, yeah. 
Oh, uh, they kind of transitioned together. I was like, was that before or after I had kids? And which one? You know, you get the timestamp yeah, of the time. Yeah. I, can remember, I can remember your models of machines, but I can't I remember. remember when. I bought my 200. Uh, my, my son was just going to be born. And then I had pump failure, and I just was flipping out. So my father goes, what am I doing? I'm going to have a kid in five days, and I got to pump down, and I can't afford this. What did I do? Made the dumbest mistake. And now looking back on it, it's not really that big a deal. Right, no. no, no, no. <laughs> that was like my first big excavator, so I was like, oh my you know, God. That was, I thought that was the end of the world, you know. So I, I do know in 2004 we got that first mini excavator and a uh, dump trailer, that old ragged dump trailer we still got today. And that was uh, that was – under John's, yeah, let's just say John's control or John had taken Correct. over the business yeah. at that time. Your uncle, um, so you guys are off and running. I mean, like, just kind of curious, did you guys, uh, you know, John's taking over your your working farm? Your, did you like get a plan together, like we're gonna go do this, this, and this, or did you just start taking in whatever work came along? Or it was pretty much. I mean, I was just operator. I mean, I had no control over anything. I'd, you know. So you didn't go with him to look at a job? Or? Oh no, I still don't do that today. Oh, all right. So you he, just he go still there, show up. all that. Yep. So basically, he would line the work up to get all the paperwork, do all and, that, and, and so honestly, he didn't he didn't coach you as a as, as a mentor, like to teach you what you're doing now as no. far as business wise. Nope, I figured it all out. So you there. figured it out as your own. Yeah, I mean that's good. I think that I think that goes back to generation again. I, I think I don't know not nothing bad or indifferent about it, but you know what's just the way that generation was. As I learned it, now it's your turn to learn it. Your turn, and I mean, and I honestly, I prefer to be out in the field. I enjoy just sitting in the machine, right. not dealing with people. Oh yeah, you know, I just he'd tell me we go go to work and be like. A lot of times, I was working by myself. Right. Even at you know seventeen, eighteen years old, I was you know everybody had enough faith in me. They realized I wasn't an idiot, and you know I didn't really never tear anything up. So so obviously. Uh, you and your uncle both did something right because the the business grew quite a bit. Yes, it really. You know, the first bought that first Takuchi Mini Excavator in two thousand four. I think the first we got that TL one fifty skid steer might have been oh five, oh six, something like that. I remember we we did a horse arena job and we got it shortly after that. Realized we needed we were renting a little dozer and stuff like that. And I didn't get our first dozer till. 2008. That's still the same one you got now. Still, yep. Yeah. Original first Is dozer. I thought, that, a, I thought that Komatsu was your second one. I've got a few hours on that dozer. Yep. Komatsu D39. How many hours now? You got like three or 4,000 hours on it. Oh. Yeah, like 3,700, I think. It's one of those things like you need it. Right. You need and then it you don't you need, need it. it for two months. <clears throat> or, you know, I do everything with a big excavator. So you just, I mean, you use it a lot, but you're going to use it maybe three or four hours on this job. Right. Just right. trim out right. stuff and. Hours just don't add up on it. You use it. It seems like we use it frequently. Yeah. It just doesn't get a whole lot of hours put on it. So uh, as things are clicking along here, I mean, somewhere in this whole mix, you uh, you guys got your first Volvo. Yes. The first Volvo came before the dozer. That, that was the 160? That 210. 210B. It was a oh, 2004 yeah, model, and we got it with 350 hours on it. Remember stuff like that. Like I mean, it's just stuff that's programmed in my brain. So somewhere late two thousand four, two thousand five. So was that was that a game changer for the company? It was. It was nice to have something nice to work with. Right, because that was. Would, I mean, I know you've bought some other smaller pieces that were nicer, but this. I mean, that was your main piece, and you finally had. Yeah, like, I mean, so. we still had both those day we was at the same time. So at that time, we had that ninety seven model. I think the the last day we two twenty was a. Yeah, uh, 2002, and then that 04, and then we had the Mini. 
So we had four excavators at that time. And, uh, but my grandfather was still working. My uncle was working and then me too. So, I mean, they, they really stayed busy. So what, I was year, still did, in, what I, year did your grandpa just retire? Uh, I can't, honestly, I'm drawing a blank on, he worked up to six months of his death. Um, we found no within four months, found out he had leukemia. They gave him six months and he made it four. So it was just like a rapid and I can't. I you don't remember bad man stuff was probably like that, never, so. The man was probably never happier working nope. coming up to the end. I mean, that's what they. He was never sick. Never what, showed I mean, anything. Just yeah. it's just yeah. What the, what cards the, you were dealt. So, you know, I'm, again, I've got three excavators, two bigger excavators, and I don't. I'm like you. I don't have a whole lot of employees, and everybody's like, "Well, you got all this equipment," but you guys do a lot of small jobs like I do, and being able to hopscotch that equipment around, it's borderline invaluable. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's people like, why you got so much equipment? You need some more operators. Well, no, you don't. You don't need them. One's an hour this way, one's an hour yeah. that way. And, I mean, it all depends on the weather. So, right. I mean. You got two days of grading here, but you could skip over to this one because yeah. it's dried well, out by now. Him and I, I mean, we, we work great together. We don't even yeah. have to say anything. You just, you know what to do. And when we had, we've had two employees over the years and, you know. That was going to be my next question. So, um Obviously, you, you and your uncle and your grandfather was his life were, were, were staples in the company. But did you ever have any full-time employees or long-term full-time employees? Yeah, first one was Cameron. He was with us for almost five years, four or five years. And, then, and he was just and, the uh, one at a time. So it was yeah. your uncle and him. Yep, and, you know, we worked real good together, and, and we got a whole lot done. And just, you know, over time, people find better opportunities. Right. You know, and small, you can't fault them for small that. Small company, you want to yeah. do better for yourself. I mean, it, it is what it is. and. And I ain't gonna fault nobody for right. for looking after themselves, and and he found a, be- a better project or a better job close to home. You know, he had just had a kid, couldn't be traveling. We work when we go to work, we work. Right. I mean, we we'd leave shop, you know, six fifteen, six thirty in the morning. He's thirty minutes from there, so he's having to get up five five thirty and not get home till six or so. And you got a newborn, and it's tough. So oh, I, mean, I, I oh, yeah. fully understand. And how long Tim worked for you? Uh, right at two years. So he was, he came with Cameron. He seemed like, he, you know, he was getting it. He was running the 160 and stuff, you know. Yep. It's hard to explain to people who are not in business, but sometimes bigger is not always better. Sometimes Dude. sometimes less is more. Um, you know, I, I've had years where my revenue was through the roof and my pro- profit margin was Sucked. paper thin. And then I had years where my revenue was in the basement and my profit margin was through the roof. And you can't. You can't outrun your management. You got you got to know what your goal is and what you want to be. And you know you get you go out there and get all this equipment running and burning all this fuel. Well, that guy's not over there being efficient with it. Yep. Even if he's half as efficient as you, you're still not making the money. You're just wearing a machine out. So, right. I I can relate to that a lot because the the mentality of you and your uncle was is kind of similar. I had to learn it the hard way, to be honest with you. But it's it's uh, I, it's a lesson that I think a lot of people have to learn the hard way, and hopefully they do before they get too far down that path you you yourself kind of been on the big big and small big and small side of it right i mean two guys could move two efficient guys could move you know mountains oh yeah i mean we do it you know what i mean mean, we work great together look at the amount of dirt you move in the ponds it's like if you're no like you're saying you don't have to stop and talk 
And you just know. You, you just so know. It's just, just at the end of the day. the bucket like, out, oh, you look back look up it. under it, and yeah. let's go. Look yeah. at this. Yeah. So. But, I mean, everything. I mean, it, it went great. We stayed very busy, expanded out, bought a whole truck. Well, that was just, my next question. Was that going to be is, – is the whole truck the next big, air quote, game changer for the company? Did that really kind of – It was. When we got that 30-ton, you know, we are starting to do a lot of bigger projects, and he bought that military truck, and – it was the biggest, baddest thing in the world, but I hated that thing from day one. <laughs> I was like, it's not comfortable to run. It sucks. It's hot. It's yeah. cold. It's got yeah. no heat, no air. That's no why, uh, it's bare that's, bones. And That's why Lieutenant Dan is not that model for the record. And by golly, he ran it too. I was like, I ain't running this piece of shit. <laughs> but it's yours. I'm sitting in the Volvo. I got to seat in this thing. I'm, like, I'm good at moving dirt. So, you wanted this thing? This is yours. By golly, he drove it too. And so I, how, how long did you, I, I didn't, I wasn't watching you regularly back in the days. How long did you guys run the old army truck? I had it for five years. Five long years. Five long years. Yeah, that poor what thing. What did that hold? Just, I, what did, how much dirt? You put 10 yards in it. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, it was a lot better than shuffling with a skid steer. I mean, we were, we, that's what, we were, we were moving dirt with skid steers. So it was an improvement over that. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. I mean, we, people would, I'd laugh at the way we moved dirt back in the day, but we did it. Right. We worked with well, what we you, had. Whenever you're starting. You can do what you have to do. Yeah. It's just that simple. Yeah. You figure out a way to make it happen with what you got. Um, so I know it, it was a lot faster than taking, you know, three yards with the dozer and pushing it 500 feet. Yeah. Right. And, uh, I mean, it worked. It just it just wasn't right. Yeah, when you start good. wearing out parts and have to buy and replace with parts, we, you start we learning through like to three, become efficient. <laughs> yeah, two lift systems on it. It yeah. just wouldn't hold it. And six-wheel drive broke on it, and he wouldn't get it fixed. He likes to procrastinate on stuff like that. and it just, it was a nightmare. I hated it. So I did you, it, did you plant the seed for the whole truck or did he finally? I just, wish that damn thing would have blew up about five times. It wouldn't, <laughs> you couldn't kill it. It damn thing wouldn't dump though. You couldn't hardly, you didn't know if it was ever going to dump another load, but you couldn't kill it. I went, I think we went like two years. I never checked oil on it. God, oh, do, do you care to tell us how you really feel about this truck? I, I mean, don't hold back here now. Do you notice I didn't care? I'm, I'm over them damn things. Yeah. Um, Especially after getting that Volvo truck. Uh, yeah. we, we, we was like, <laughs> I was like, we need a haul truck. We need, some, we need a real truck. We need a real haul John, truck. we need a real truck. <laughs> so we go look at him, and long story short, he's found another army truck with a full-size dump bed on it. I said, if you buy that bastard, I'm quitting. Yeah, I'm, quitting. <laughs> I'm done. I don't know what I'm going to go do, but I'm done. That so that we forgot about that one that day. Never heard another thing of it. Then, we went around and started looking at haul trucks, and we went up and looked at a, a cat one. And eh, that one won't that one for me. And what did we look at? Looked at a couple. I think we looked at a couple, maybe old thirty tons. And then just happened. Won't even looking for that one we found. And uh, the guy's like, "Well, I got this one right over here." And we looked at that, and I was like. He had a budget. He's always got a budget. Right. And uh it was it was out of the budget. And the guy It was had, clean. It, it was clean. Guy, I mean brand new painted. The guy walks out, he's like, I'll I'll take ten grand off of it right now. And it was like Got your attention. Got his attention. I was like, the more I drove it around and just man, those Volvo trucks, they are like Cadillacs. And uh, it was about three hours from home and we looked at a couple more on the way home and I was like, John, they're just there's no comparison to that one, and we ended up buying it. Now, that truck had quite a few hours on it, didn't it? Yep, it was a 2006 model. We had 10,000 hours on when we got it. And uh, 12,000 I mean, on it now. Been a pretty good truck, hasn't it? Been a very good truck. Had a, had the injector problem. Uh, we ended up being a shortened wiring harness. 
But got that fixed, and I mean, it's just something. So how many hours now? Like almost 12,000. Yeah. About 2,000. You know, a haul truck, you know, the way we use them or the way you use them, I shouldn't even say put me in this. I don't have one right now, but um, they, uh, they, a lot of them hours are idle hours. It is. Uh, you might as well figure about half of them are idle hours. Right. You're sitting there waiting to get loaded and dumped and travel right. back. Especially whenever you're working by yourself. You know, on. we don't put the idle hours on like a big company will. You know, I've been on a few projects, and they start stuff up in the morning, and it runs all day yeah, long. I shut mine off every time I'm out. Whether somebody's going to be in there or not. So I think that's how all these companies get <clears> 10,000 hours yeah. on the machine yeah. in five there was years. A, there was, there's a company by me, and it's a bigger company, that <clears throat> starting to sub to. They're subbing me out. And uh, they rent, they lease. <clears throat> the, so the Camacho D51 that they had, it just went back $70,000 overcharged for hours. For running the hours yeah, up. Hours. Because AC, could. 6 a.m., that thing's running. If it's hot, if it's in the winter, it's running for the heat. For the and, heat, yeah. And these guys, are, you know, they could look on the computer. Yeah. These are all idle. Well, that's what I was getting ready to well, say they with uh, $70,000. With the computers nowadays, I mean, they'll tell you how many times it's spent going forward, backwards. Oh, absolutely. They'll yeah. tell you all the stuff. That old stuff don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I guess, um, where did the, how far after the haul truck did the. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The 220s and the 250s show up. Oh, a million dollar question, right? I'm replaying my timeline. Somewhere in between there, he got that first blue quad axle dump truck and tag trailer. I think that's when we got a 140 after the uh, we traded the last day. We started getting a bunch of a big building boom back after 08. Yep. Everything started coming back about 09, 010. Might have been 11. I don't know. Somewhere in there, the building boom started back. And we did. It was too big of a pain to haul these 220s around for it. One day clearing job. I think he sold that oldest two twenty four, traded for the one forty. Uh, got that one forty Volvo. It's a great little machine. It just wasn't big enough. Was he, that the B? Was that a B or that C? Was the B model. B model. So got that. That where we cleared. I boy, I cleared some trees with that little thing. Um, it worked great. I mean, it just wasn't. It was needed a one sixty. Needed right. a one sixty, but that was a good deal. Couldn't pass it around. Kept it five years. Sold it for the same thing you paid for it. Um. But then he bought that quad axle and tag trailer to be able to haul it himself. That way we could right. haul the machine, cleared a lot, loaded up, go to the next one. Did a bunch of those, and he could move the dozer and mini. We had skid steer and everything, but the big excavator. But, you know, it's still not practical no more than we move it to to own all that. And then somewhere around, I want to say we got rid of that last so that last day, we, whenever that hurricane in Joplin, Missouri happened, or uh, hurricane, tornado. Tornado, yeah. Um, but was about the timeline we sold that last day, because the guy bought it sight unseen, and it went there. Losing track of timelines then. That was uh, 14. Brandon would know. If Brandon would know, because he got curled across his yeah, house. Curled out of his house. Um, but, um, yeah, somewhere in there. 
12 or 13, I think. We got that Volvo 160C then. And uh, so then and we you had, still got that, right? No, we just recently got rid of that for the new 160. Oh, I didn't see that one. So we got, at this time, just say 14 or 15, we got the 210B Takuchi Mini Excavator. In 2008, we bought that other Yanmar because it was 08. We still got, you still got that one. Yeah, yeah, still got that one. Um, <laughs> I got the privilege of running that one there on Justin's project. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, that's a that. You mean worth more to us than anybody yeah, else? Yeah, I don't true. know. You probably still sell thirty some thousand dollars now. <laughs> yeah, down here, yeah, the maybe about fifty four, probably. <laughs> and uh, so that time we had too many excavators: the two ten B, the one forty, and that one sixty. Somewhere around the line, uh, the two ten started getting a little age on it. This was 2016. We got that the 220E that we got now. It had 400 hours on yeah, it. Yeah. So you got uh, you got right now you got the 160, the 220, and the 250. Yep. The whole and truck. Then the, and the, the 250 is three years old. That was actually the very first brand new Volvo we ever had. Ordered it brand spanking new. We had a bunch of big dirt jobs coming up. That big five acre pond we built. That was the first job it went to. It's been almost six months there. Gotcha. And how many hours you got on that? Is out of curiosity. A little over a thousand. A little thousand. So along this uh, along this crazy path, I mean, obviously uh, working with your uncle's going pretty good. Um, business is pretty good. I mean, like you're probably. I know you're the first successful guy to start posting videos on YouTube in the dirt world. Yeah, I started that back in like '06 or something. You know, I'm filming everything along that, and it was more. I started off more of. You know, there was a few heavy equipment pages and um, just post pictures of all the cool stuff. I mean, we used to do right. some cool stuff back right. in the day and well so, before videos and everything and share that. And then, you know, cameras involved and it was easier to take videos and post those. So that uh, for most people that don't know, let's dig 18. The 18 is basically because you were 18 years old. And you started- I was 18. I had a, you had to set up an email and I was 18 at my Yahoo email. So... Started it. It was like, I, was there like a two or three night debate or thought process into the name, or you're just sitting at your computer and you're like, I have no idea. You're just, like, let's dig 18 sounds cool. Bam, and roll here it. it is. There <laughs> we go. Well, he, he didn't know it was going to be like this. Uh, now. Yeah. <laughs> have his own bucket and thumb. <laughs> right. <laughs> First thing that popped in my head, let's go dig. Let's and dig. I mean, 18. let's do it. I'm all about it. <clears throat> so whenever you, I mean, whenever you started the, whenever you started the YouTube channel, I mean, was was the well, the p- purpose of it just to kind of share with your friends and your buddies and everybody exactly. the, the cool stuff I, you do. I posted on those those pages right there. You know, I'm sure I there's mean, people that still follow along today that are going to be listening to this. That like, yeah, I remember when you very first started. I don't know when YouTube started. I'm All sure. I know is we had dial up internet and it sucked. <laughs> yeah, that's how long it's been, folks. Remember the <laughs> Five minutes later, connection failed. Phone hope, call. <laughs> then you hope somebody in the house don't pick up the phone. Yeah, Dad's calling in. I'm going to be home about six. Damn it, I've been working three hours. <laughs> For my two-minute video. <laughs> so, I mean, obviously we didn't have iPhones back there. You're not filming on your phone. What are you What are you filming with? Just the very first digital camera you could get. It was like a Sony CyberShot or did, did you, like, put a floppy disk in it? Or? The camera was, like, two inches thick. But, I mean... So were you? I mean, were you like, I'm gonna post a video a week, or just posting a video when you got cool stuff? So or? the first one I posted, uh, 
I think somebody made a phone call. It was like a three hours into the upload on a four minute video, five minutes. Loading that old Mac guy, that, that old Mac dump truck with the 210 we had that uh, we always, that old guy we used to haul dirt or used to haul our dirt. And uh, I want to say like three hours into the upload, somebody called or something, lost track. I was like, well, I am pissed on this. It's taking too long. <laughs> Shut the laptop off. We had laptops then. Yeah. And uh, like six months later, I just go back on YouTube and go to my page there. And I'm like, well, hell, I got a couple. It posted and got a couple comments on it. I was like, well, I'll try that again. Really? I did it again. It just, it might have been like once a month or something like that. So can you recall your first viral video? Like, you know, 100,000 views, say. I don't know. I don't know. There are so many. Yeah. Well, I know there is now, but I'm just saying... Your first one, you're like, oh, wow. The first People one that really this. went was that long reach one. I was long digging reach. that. I mean, it could have been Well, that's that. got like 16 million now. Yeah. I think the first time I seen you, I, mean, I know you were young. You were doing the beaver, clearing. The beaver the dams. The, yeah, that was with you the had 210. The 210. And you had those swamp pads. And I was like, we were, this guy could operate. We were this. clearing those He's beaver dams. Yeah. Yeah, I was young. I was probably yeah, yeah. 18 but or 19. You were right on, man. So you... You started off the the YouTube thing as just just a, a novelty, fun. just purely just, fun, just, just, just showing sharing. it off. Yep. And um, hey, I mean, it bragging, was, pretty much. <laughs> Look what I got. To do. Yeah, yeah. Well, Have you taken a anybody? Your, all your friends it? at your age weren't doing that. Oh, I can tell yeah. you that. You know, when we did that Beaver Dam. I remember I was still I was still in college then. So I mean, that's that's been quite a while ago. Yeah. So how many years went by before you're like, maybe there's more to this YouTube thing than just fun. Like, you remember, like, when you realized that maybe I need to start being a little more serious about this, or? Oh, God, I probably did it five years before I realized, like, yeah, this is this could possibly be something. Right. You know, and then. Because you know, YouTube back then was. Uh, it was still new. It was so, I mean, like, it's just hard to even fathom the. like What it was. I mean, like, you mentioned YouTube to now to somebody, like, everybody knows what it is. Right. I'm sure back then you said something to YouTube and people were like, right, like, what's that? Like, yeah, you actually had yeah. to explain like, to them what it is. And I've never, I've, I've never been one to really just, like, brag about it or tell people about it. I'm just, yeah. I, I mean, I lived in the, where I live right now for, like, eight years for people to realize who I was. I just, I don't, right. I don't well, there's no about it. Fart. I just, that's just me. Yeah. I'm just the same simple person I've always been. So, fast forward a little bit. Let's just fast forward seven years, and now YouTube's starting to look like it may be something, and you're putting a little more effort into the videos and and things are clicking along i mean did did you set goals for yourself like i want to reach a hundred thousand by this day or no this is what it becomes you just kind of i'm little... just happy with wherever it's gotten right i've never been one like i got to do this got to do this i'm you know no have I, you ever I, had days where you just want to quit and not pick the camera up there's say, been days i just ain't say, i'm not doing just YouTube YouTube no not. i wouldn't say that i mean i still i thoroughly do enjoy it and i've We'll have to pick back up on this, but I've met some of my best friends in my right, life right. from YouTube, and that's probably the whole reason I keep it going. So how far down your YouTube career do you think it was before you were, like, filming on a regular basis? Like, mm, I'd say probably about 10 years ago I kind of realized that I need to kind of set a schedule. So you you were six years into this thing before you are like, all right, I'm going I'm yeah. to start doing something. You know, so it was many- like whenever we had a something fun project, you know, I was still in school too, so it was still kind of hard to, like, Right. Do it every day it was more like a weekend event and work on the weekends, and um, but yeah, I'd say a good ten years ago I realized I needed to probably do a, two or three videos a week. I think that's what I was trying to do two or three videos a week. So the um, did your uncle ever 
I mean, obviously you're probably filming on your uncle's jobs a lot. I know you're doing some stuff yourself, but did he ever give you any reservations about any of that or was he on board with it? The whole no, time? not really. I mean, I don't, I don't know how long it took before he even realized I was doing it. I mean, I've, I've been very good about like not wasting time. I like, right. I'm very, I take very good pride in like not wasting other people's time. So even though I'm there by myself, I'm just not like killing people's time. Right. Though, you're not, not setting up yeah. tripods. Like, I mean, stuff. I literally have like, Worked an extra 30 minutes on just my behalf just to make sure it's I fair. feel like I I just, I'm by like, if I start at 8.05 or 7.05, I'm more to like 5.05, 5.10 just to, I don't know, I just feel like a fair is fair. Fair is for the homeowner. It's not really worried about, you know, I made another few more bucks. It's like, you know, this person, you know, they saved up a lot of money for well, us to come out here and do their one time project. I think it's I'm not also. sit here and you know, charge another half hour when I wasn't working. I just, yeah. that's just my morals. That's just that, how I am. That's why, that's why where you're at, you know? Well, I mean, I've filmed with you, you filmed with me, and, I, and for some reason people just can't seem to believe that the filming don't slow down our production. And, I, I mean. The videos do suffer. I'm not going to lie. I mean, if, if, <clears throat> I, if YouTube was my number one priority, videos would be amazing. Sure, you might yeah. only get one or two a week, but they would be amazing. But I take work first. Right. Yeah. You know, and a lot of those times we're busy. You're only going to see a video from the cab. I don't have time to get out. Right. I mean, yeah, it would probably time. be worth my while to get out and do all that, but I just, I've got, we old, got dirt to move. Yeah. And that's where <laughs> yeah. I have a, a slight advantage with, you know, working with somebody is I can, I can sit there and be still operating, moving dirt while yeah. he's walking to the truck to get a shovel. He can be getting a video. Let me rephrase that. When I'm working, well, we, we got, we still got to go back to kind of when I start kind of doing my own thing. Right. Yeah. So when I'm working there. for myself, you know, I've, I got a bid on the job. It don't, you know, the only person that's hurting is me. Right. Right. So if I told somebody it's going to be 10 grand for this project, you know, if it takes me an extra day or two, that's my problem. I'm right. losing money right. versus, you know, I don't waste that much time, but right. you say it takes another 30 minutes throughout the day of, you know, walking around filming stuff. The only person that's hurting is me. Right. Hourly work? No, I'm not going to sit there and charge you for it. It's, well, it's you know, good. I've also, uh, I'm curious what your take is on this, but I've also found that uh, a lot of customers highly encourage it because they like having their project documented. And oh, they, they can, love it. And they can send the video to their buddy, and like, hey, look what I, I did know. in my house, you know. And, and I've never had anybody get mad about filming, and I don't tell anybody. Um, but most of the time, now everybody kind of really, you know. Knows what's going on. Well, when my uncle goes out and price stuff, he's like, well, if you're not familiar with what we're doing, you can check this out. And, boy, that yeah. just gives them so much more reassurance. Well, sure. Like, I mean, hey, this, it used to be, do you have any, resi- you know, this thing, you have any references, references. This, or you any pictures? No. Website? No. Here, go on yeah. this page right yeah. I've got <laughs> Everything I've gotten, you need. I've got nothing to hide, you know. Here it is. Here, Everything here. I do in the world's on here. Right. And, the, you know. And this is what you're going to get. This is what and you're going to get. And it, they call you. You get the job, you know. Yeah, so you kind of led me into my next thing. I want to, we got, you know, 15, 20 minutes here, and I want to make sure we cover this pretty good before we run out of time. But fast forward to, what, three years ago or so, four, three or four years ago, I mean, you're still clicking along with your uncle pretty good. Yeah, you, I mean, we're still working great together. YouTube and, uh, YouTube is at this point exploded. Yeah, uh, YouTube's starting done good. Once I broke the 100,000, you know, it's slow but steady, but it it's going on up, and it, it's fun. I met a lot of cool people. And... I bought that first, bought the farm, and, uh, you know, it was still kind of that little gray area, like, yeah. You're doing, doing work on the side, but not a full Well, complete. no, not really. It was more like, you know, I might need a machine. I would look, you know, I felt like kind of, I don't know how to put this, like, you take such pride in the machines there, like, can I bring it home on the weekend? Like, yeah. Like, the farm there, but it's like, no, it's, it's really not practical to bring it home and everything, so... 
Hell, I bought saved up, bought my own excavator, that old raggedy piece of junk, and, and uh, fixed it up. I was going to clean up some work on the farm, and I ran it 20 minutes, realized it was not for me, put it on Craigslist, sold it the next day. And, uh, and what was that machine? That Link Belt 3400 oh, I bought. Yeah, yeah. Then I turned around and bought that Link Belt 2800, which was a good machine, and spent like So the purpose of that machine was mostly just to clean up farm the farm. Machine. I had no, uh, no intentions of going out on my own. And, uh, bought did that, your... Did your uncle feel threatened at all when you bought that? No, that no. thing. I was sitting, we were sitting at lunch one day. I was like, John, I bought me, bought me that squatter for scrap value. He's like, oh, really? He's like, oh, yeah? And he saw it. He's like, right. no threat here. No threat. <laughs> You're good. Hey, you even got that thing off the trailer? Like, it was a piece of shit. It was mine. <laughs> Nothing's worth more than something that's yours. But anyways, I got that 2800 and cleaned up my farm, did everything I wanted to. I did couple of paying jobs for it and and uh i went I looking for work and nobody called me about it and was ready to build a house so i sold that down payment on the house and a couple of years later flashback i was like starting to get people more people wanted they knew who i was then right. i started building kind of a better name for myself and and everything and i was renting a lot of stuff for my uncle to use on the weekends i'm I mean, like you were probably what uh, three three hundred thousand subscribers at this point. Yeah, probably so. Um, and maybe not quite that much. You you were still clicking along. Uh, yeah, good. yeah, yeah, something like that. Anyways, it got to the point where I was like, "Well, hell, I got something I can do about every other weekend and and make some extra money." But by the time you rent something, it's just not practical because from him, yeah, well, he's well, moving it, stuff around. We're working five six days a week. And if it and rains or or, or you, don't you're go always through. rushed. Yeah. I hate being rushed at what I'm doing. Right. So I had a, about four or five people call me up and I got the projects and I'm sitting there stressed. I was like, Oh God, I've done committed these projects. Don't even, I got a damn machine. <laughs> so here we go again on Craigslist. And, uh, that was about the time where you were, you didn't know if you're going to make it back alive or dead and buying something on Craigslist. Yeah. We so. were talking about that earlier today. About <laughs> we're on marketplace yeah. now, but yeah. I found that Hitachi and she looked good in the pictures. I went down and looked at it. I was like, I ain't buying this thing. This thing's a piece of junk. Owned it the next day for 12 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> Got that thing home, did a bunch of work on it. All in all, it was a decent machine. She, she needed some love. She needed some love and she was going to keep giving you know, some but, love. But uh, to anybody out there that's, that, that wants to get started in the business, you got to start somewhere. You got to, you know, I you mean, got, uh, you got to start within your means. And, and uh, I'm always one, you know, yeah, you can't always go out and buy a brand new machine, but I had enough saved up. I, it was $40,000. I rejected for it. Had a paid for machine. Now I'm broke. Got to go back and yeah. know, made that money back. Go back to the grindstone and, and, and get back it. to it. And, you know, I, I knew I had some good projects. I was going to make my money back. And so at this point in time, whenever you own the Hitachi, you're still full time for your uncle. Correct. Correct. Correct, but I told him I'm not working any more weekends. So you, so basically, yeah. you're working five days through the week for your own. Five days a week, that average between fifty and sixty hours. And then you're turning around and working as much as you can on the weekends yeah, with your so with your own. Turning everything into eighty hours. Gotcha. If not more. So progressing on down the timeline here a little bit. Did you did you buy the two twenty before you started cutting back with your uncle? That's a that's a good question. I, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Because eventually but, where you ended up getting was you continued to pick up work and work and work. So you got to the Pretty point. much I bought that Hitachi, ran it all summer long, kind of sloughed off during the wintertime a little bit. And then I really started getting some calls about, about mid-spring there. 
And uh, when I found that that Volvo, I was like, you know, this is going to work out. I, I think I, I need something nicer to work with. Right. If you know, you've seen you've seen the potential of it. Well, what it come down to, you know, I'm trying to do this on the weekend. Something breaks, and you know, you're screwed. Then you're trying to get it fixed. First job was 80 miles from home. I did with that Hitachi and blew a damn hose. <clears> and <throat> next thing I know, I'm trying to work and then run down there, get a hose oh, swapped out during the week. Damn things like 15 feet off the side of the road with the hose busted. And it's just like, it's not worth the headache. I was like, I need something nicer to run. So I bought that first Volvo 220 and worked with AMI. Um, we talked a lot about building, you know, a setup I wanted. It's like, I'm going to spend all this, you know, it's far from a new machine, but it was the nicest thing I ever owned. Right. Personally owned. That's a nice machine. And, um, got that set up and it's just, honestly, that machine had been a game changer. Yeah. For me. I mean, we can, uh, we can give a little plug to AMI here. I've had the privilege of, of working with them as well. And Jeff is, Jeff is awesome. By far one of the best companies I've ever had to work yeah. with. Yeah. Uh, really. I've worked with Jeff on the uh, ruckus rake and obviously you've worked with them tremendously on your thumb and bucket set up. And oh, I want some damn body to listen to me when I got something and it's yeah. just like good, bad, ugly. Listen, just, just yeah. listen. And ain't nobody ever told me no. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, they've, they've been, uh, they've been a lot, they've been a lot of fun. They're, they're, they're a good company. They got, uh, got good products or prod products, I guess is what I should say. So you're, uh, you're clicking around now. You got the two twenty. I got that. And I you're realized picking up, picking I'm getting up a lot work. of work. I was like, I need to start taking every other Friday off. So basically you're like, Oh, well, John, I, I need I'm going to work four days a week. No, I, need- I was working every other Friday. So I was, I was only getting two days a week off. Gotcha. So that went on for a little while. I think that was that happened about over the summer, right at right when I first got the machine. I realized I need to start working a little bit more, and then I think the end of the year I realized I need every Friday off. Gotcha. So that gave me, you know, four days a week. Did he get upset with that, or? Uh no, not really. I mean, he he kind of understood, but uh, also he's looking after himself. Right. I mean, right. I'm the only operator now. Right. Right. And he's got all that equipment, just me to run it. You know, he he can only do so much himself. So as as time has progressed on to, I mean, as the years go by, basically you cut down to two days a week. Or ain't no years. I mean, it's on. This has all happened within the past right. eighteen months. Eighteen yeah, months. So that's happened. So, so I mean, I, right after that Volvo, that September, I bought that. I got that Volvo in June or July of two thousand and twenty. I bought that skid steer September of two thousand twenty. 2021 comes around. I'm going to Pennsylvania to pick up a Komatsu dozer. Damn, people calling me. I was like, this. this so, do you, did you advertise at all the no, business? Just I don't off. have a website. I ain't even got a company. <clears throat> I didn't even have a company name at the time. So, it's YouTube, do you think? It's just, I don't know where these off? damn people are finding me from. Well, Honestly, I mean, I how do they get your number? They'd be sending me emails because I just all I did was just put my email on that. I mean, people be calling me such and such. Referred to I don't know who that is, but what you got? (laughs) Well, I think it's a combination of two things. I mean, you and your uncle had a very good reputation with what you did. Oh yeah, and then uh, obviously the YouTube presence definitely didn't hurt anything. So a combination of 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 locally known good work and then the YouTube presence. I had yeah a couple good jobs from YouTube, and then they just the people they knew in the area. It's just like word hey, of mouth starts. Oh, word yeah, of got, mouth I've is great. Quite a few from YouTube. Word too, of mouth is better than. Have any. you gotten any jobs that your uncle has bidded? Has that come across? Uh, in the past eighteen months, twice. Really? So uh, that's you, but you've been was tried to be pretty respectful. Yeah, with, I mean, but I mean, or, yeah, it's I like 
I didn't find out until like after I priced it. He's like, went and looked at this job right now. I was like, oh, yeah, I looked at that last week. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, that can <laughs> get leave it at that. So, I yeah. mean, it's like, really, it just comes down to. I mean, everybody's got to play in the sandbox. You all got to get along. You're, be- you're better off being friends with your competition than your enemies. I'm not saying your uncle's, your uncle's competition may stretch the imagination. But so sitting at the table here today, you've basically worked yourself into now you're working for your uncle two days a week. Three days a week. Three Monday, days. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And we swap it up. Say I need to do something on a Monday. I'll work, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or say the weather ain't nice. I mean, it, we're, we're, it's easy Lots to get along. Yeah. All the stuff I do is really not under a huge time constraint. So, I mean, if right. you got to – Move it around. It so, is. obviously, the way things are progressing, eventually you're going to be on your own, whether that's next year or three years. I down mean, well, I've always had a plan. I mean, that's even his plan for me to take over the grading business, but it's like he's not ready to retire yet, and I'm ready to, you're ready to go. I'm right. ready to do more. I'm at an opportunity where you know where the money's being made at. You right. can only make so much being an operator. Yeah. Right. But, my God, the worries are a whole lot less when all you got to do is show, <laughs> show up, turn a key, and tea. go home. Yeah. I've yeah. said that. Oh, I stared at the ceiling before. Go, what in the hell have I got myself into? I've I was said like, this that. is supposed to be easier, and I got all this crap stressing over. You got. I've said this time and time again. The easiest part about the job is actually doing the job. All the other stuff behind Just the getting scenes. Getting stuff uh, there, and, you know, I got logistics that. and paperwork and customer relations, and there's a, there's right. a lot that goes into the it. The stress goes away the minute. Turn that key. Yeah, it's like I've got all these jobs. I still don't have the equipment I need. Yeah, and so found that dozer, and you know had a had a good year the year before. Was able to go up there and buy that, and things were looking really good. And I bit off another chunk of the cookie there, and I ordered me a brand new mini excavator, and that comes summertime of last year, and. And so, I had a wild hair up my ass, and Facebook Marketplace is bad, and bought that yeah. 977. <laughs> right, you got the trash. How you got this one you got yesterday? I got a lemon. <laughs> oh, we're still not done yet. I done, <laughs> I done bought a uh, haul truck, too. Need, uh, uh-huh. Needed some more stuff. and Now we got we got a good one tomorrow, though. So uh, Next one that's coming. Yeah, so... I guess basically the, the, the long-term plan was for you to eventually take over your uncle's business. Yeah. And that's obviously shifted a little bit to building up your own business as, as you phase out with your uncle. And, and, I mean, I'd say in the rather near future, you'll probably be full-time on your own here sooner rather than later, um, which is exciting and one hell of an accomplishment. I mean, that's, um, that's a, it's a big, it's, it's a, how do I want to say this? It's, um, there's a lot more to being a successful business owner than meets the eye. Uh, and I don't know anybody in, in business that can't relate to that. Does that yeah. make sense? Well, I guess the one thing that I can say that always pisses me off when somebody said it must be nice to be given all that. Yeah, that's, is nobody, that's a bad thing. Yeah. Because there's nothing. Nobody nothing gave me right. shit but opportunity. Exactly. And all I had to do was work. Well, even whether it be with your 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 business or even with YouTube, the only reason it's successful is because you bust your ass and you keep with it. I mean, that's what it, 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 hard work pays off in both. I tell anybody if you want it, you can come hang out with me. We'll see how long it's going to last. Right. Well, and you can't you can't do something for a year and get frustrated that you're not getting what you think you're out of it. I mean, you got to put the time in. You got to put the blood, sweat, and tears. The dedication, I mean, just like you said with YouTube. I mean, you went six years just kind of hobbying it. Yeah, you know, best case scenario. So, yeah, I mean, you won't even get paid for it. Yeah, it was one hundred percent for fun. But, I mean, it was a fun thing to show off. Still do it today. All right. All right. So, so a couple things in closing or wrapping this up here real quick. You know, getting back to YouTube, and you kind of mentioned it there a little bit. So, you've been doing this a long time. I mean, you've been doing it longer than pretty much anybody in in our excavating youtube world so i was one of the first 
first. I mean, you're the first one channels. I know of. Yeah. Was there anybody before you that you know of? Out of curiosity, that still every are? there was a couple channels I watched. I don't even I can't even remember. They didn't post nothing. So they've kind of went to the right side, pretty much. Um, so what's the? I mean, what's the biggest positive? Like, what's the what's the um, biggest uh, takeaway or the biggest uh, thing that come out of YouTube that you maybe didn't expect? It was just people I've met. And you've met some, I mean, and I've met some crazies and I met some great ones. Right. I mean, I, I'd honestly say, you know, Charlie, Justin, you, um, I, I've met some great friends through, through YouTube there. It's, you uh, otherwise wouldn't have never met. Right. I mean, right. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for YouTube. It's like, I'd say probably well, Justin's crazy. one of my best friends and, you know, I would have never met him and he's 30 minutes from the house. Right. How, how long have you known Justin? Good question. At least 10. Uh, well, we went, we did that. We did that show for Discovery like ten years ago, and I knew him before then. So good, ten or twelve 10 years. Ten or twelve ago. years. It's uh, yeah. I mean, it's just like Junior and Jamie for me. I mean, they live right across the river from me. I never would have met them for YouTube. And yeah, it's, it's it's crazy. So, um, so what's what's some of your like highlight YouTube experiences? Is it doing stuff with Volvo? Is it traveling, doing stuff? Or like, yeah, I mean, it, it does open up some opportunities of you know being able to do some stuff with Volvo and. And, you know, Discovery Channel reached out, you know, about 10 years ago and did that little TV show for them and just the opportunities in general and right. people you meet, meet and stuff you get to do. And, you know, people all the time invite me to go places, but, I mean, it's like, yeah. got to work. Got to work. <laughs> Don't really know you, but. Right, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I think sometimes people forget that uh, the reality of what we do is we actually do the work. Yeah. And, it, and and we don't have the free time. I always use, I watched them film a version of Extreme Makeover Home Edition one time. He used to be on ABC. You know, when Ty Pennington and the crew and Paige, they'd show up and work for 15 minutes and then they'd be gone. And then if you watch the TV show, it's like they were all there and I don't know. All day long. I mean, That's not yeah. quite like that in our world. I mean, the work you see and being done is done by us. And then yeah, the filming's done know, by us. Then the editing's done by us. And work all day long, do the editing, try to answer stuff, do t-shirts, right. got to eat, got to sleep, got stuff to do around the farm too. Right. So is there, is there like one video that comes to mind that you're like proud of or you, you think of like I think my excavator recovery one. Uh, I have more people pick me out from that one right there. It's like <laughs> had a guy with we, that little restaurant we had it for you left. I've known him for years, and he I'm sitting up in my office one night and he sends me a screenshot. Of, Is that you? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, holy shit! You got like 20 million yeah. follower damn yeah. views He's on like, that. He's like, that's awesome. <laughs> And that's crazy because it's something that you didn't even expect. You know, you yeah, just we were, got the call going We there. weren't even going to take the job. Yeah. I was like, uh, it was one Friday afternoon in the wintertime, about 5, 5.30. The service called. He's like, this ding-dong's done sunk this machine up out in the pond. He's like, the rental company, they want it out. And they're like, can you come first thing in the morning? It was a Saturday morning. I'm like, damn, I got more stuff. I got work right. I got to do. I'm like, uncle's like, yeah, well, I don't know. We'll look at it in the morning. He hung the phone up, and I looked over at him. We were riding home from a job. I was tired. I was ready to go home. I was like, this sounds pretty good. I was like, I, I really want to be home right now. It's cold, raining. I was like, let's go out there and look at it tonight and get a game plan. We went out there in the pitch dark with flashlights, and we were like, oh, my God. How did this happen? And uh, we kind of came up with a game plan, got everything scheduled, 7 o'clock in the morning, moved the machine, got over there, and – it was so good, Justin. He had to work. He quit working that day just to come back there. 
<laughs> is Justin in the video? Yeah, he's in the I video. He drove know. 45 minutes. He's like, man, I ain't never seen something uh, effed up this bad before. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I want to be a part man, of I this. Wish. I don't know how what long, I'm going to How long did it come? wasn't that long to get out there, right? It took like less than two hours from start to finish. Got out there, got yeah. a game plan. I was like, we went out there that night. I was like, I reached down there. He's like, he's like, they don't want us to do it. I reached in there and I turned it. The key fired up. I was like, this thing will still start up tomorrow. It's going to come out. I was like, if the it bottom was hard, right? Uh, I guess. He was He was at the bottom. He was close to it, yeah. I wish you could have Justin in more of your videos, man. He is. He's a trip. He we is, need the beeper button, though. He, you I get know. him wild <laughs> up right but there. He is, uh, he, <laughs> Justin is, I've had the privilege of, of meeting him a few times and hanging out with him, and, and uh, he's a lot of fun. It he's, ain't always that fun, but I'm telling you. He, it, he's just a genuine good guy. We feed off each other, and it's, it's great. Yeah, he, he's he's just a just an all around good guy. Everybody he, thinks you talk a lot. Yep. Yeah, they <laughs> they haven't met Justin yet. He's he's uh, he's one of a kind, one of a kind for sure. So, but I, I think that video has has done best. It, that one really kind of put the channel up to where it needs to be. And it's like I was telling you, you know, I've been doing it so long. It's kind of like the channel's watered down. You know, it's the kind of the hate to say it, but it's the same old, same old. I mean, I kind of. Well, I've come to the point now, I've done it so long, if I think it's boring, I normally don't film it or, or try to make right. it spiced up a little bit. You can only do so much. Um, you get a job and you're just clearing and clearing well, and clearing. I think, clearing the, and just... uh, I think the other thing to point out is whenever you started YouTube for I mean, the first two-thirds of your career, you didn't really have any competition. Yeah. I mean, your competition at that point was TV. Well, nowadays, you got all these jack legs like myself and others that come along that or I don't know if I'd consider our channel's competition. I don't know if that's the right word, but you also got stuff on. There's a lot more options more for people, people to watch. watch. But honestly, more people are cutting TV out now. Oh, yeah. And they find three or four people they like, and, yeah. you know, they watch their stuff. And yeah. and honestly, I, you know, the last three years I've been so, three or four years I've been so busy, and, and I finally got a good internet at the house that I could, I started doing a daily video. You can start yeah. working seven days a week. You can do a daily video. Yeah, I I would have to agree with you. Like, hands down, the the coolest part about YouTube for me is is the I would I would I would put meeting people and opportunities kind of together. Yes, I've met some incredible people. I've become I mean we've become pretty good friends over the last couple of years. I've got a few other people I've become a good friends with over the last couple of years, and, and that never would happen without Mm-mm. without YouTube. And I've also got some pretty pretty cool opportunities that I never would have had without YouTube. So. Uh, I've always said I never started my YouTube channel for money or fame, and I think anybody that does will not be successful. I mean, I do it for a hobby. I do it because I enjoy it. And um, fortunately, some of that's kind of come along with it, but it's not the driving factor to to keep going. You know, Uh, I do it because I enjoy it. And I think that comes across, and I think if you do a channel because you enjoy it, it'll come across on your channel, and people will enjoy your channel because of it. It's not play. I don't try to act. Right. Right. You know, people like it. They're like, well, you legitimate. You know, you keep it real. I'm like, we don't always have good days. Yeah. We have some great days, right. but all every day ain't. Well, that's a that's a great point, though. Going back to uh, it's true reality TV, and I think a lot of people got burned out with all the drama on what yeah. supposedly is reality TV on on camera or on TV. 
because uh, what we do is a lot of people can relate to it. Yeah. You know, the blowing the hose or the stuck you in know, the mud or DOT stuff. I'm trying not to sit there and whine and complain about it. And sometimes, evidently, I sound like I whine and complain. I'm just telling you how the day went. Right, but right. You're frustrated. It is what, I mean, it yeah, just, I mean, I'm just tired. It is and a lot of times you turn the camera off, turn on, you forget what you said just oh, yeah, 10 minutes I'm ago. You said it again. I'm and they're like, man, repeat. you said that five times. Well, it is. That's between eight hours, you know? You have to understand that I got. Six months worth of work playing through my head of what I'm doing. Five things I got to do to my day. Phone's ringing. Yeah. And you're trying to film on top of and that. And I'm trying to film on top of that. And So in, in closing here real quick, would you say there's any negatives to the, the YouTube career? Or would it be overall positive? I'd say 90% positive. When you've always got your commenters that think they know you always, everything. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's just it's just going to come with everything. I mean, gosh, there's always going to be haters. There's always, but it's really not bad. I mean, I, I think everybody's been really good fans, but it's just, I don't know. Sometimes I just like to, I always try to pretend like I'm just the average Joe there, and I still think that to that day is like I don't expect to be treated any other different. Yeah. All I do is film what I do right. at work. Well, and I think that that goes a long mm-hmm. way. Whenever we've met a handful of fans down here at the um, the auctions this week, yeah, don't let it. I can't let stand it when people get to your head and they're just like, "I'm bigger, better than you are." Y'all. No, you're not. Sit your ass down. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. You know, we've yeah. been out here. Half these people at this auction could damn they ain't telling how many millions are worth, oh, yeah. and they're just riding around on a golf cart, and you. You sitting there watching these guys spend three, four hundred thousand dollars, and like just, it's like it's pocket change. And we just run over and eat a pack of crackers and drink a Pepsi. I mean, it, it's honestly, and I know a lot of people like that. They could buy anything you wanted. Buy, you know, you just yeah. I've always said uh, the people who talk about having a million dollars don't, and the people who don't talk about it have several. It's yep. it's that's, that's a fact. It's that it's that's a, a fact. That is yeah. a fact. It's it's that simple. So, well, Chris, man, we'll go ahead and wrap this one up. I can't thank you enough for uh, taking the time and doing well, this yeah. with us. And Mike, thanks for sitting in for old yeah, Jason over there. It. <laughs> hope you guys enjoyed the podcast, and uh, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Appreciate it. We'll see Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.